Our WNXP record of the week is Killer Mike's latest album, Michael. Michael is Killer Mike's most personal and vulnerable album to date and is an audio biography of a nine-year-old Michael Render on the album cover with a halo and devil horns over his head, dreaming about being an MC and the challenges he would have to go through to get there. From dealing drugs in Atlanta on the song Something for Junkies to saying his mother Denise was dead for the first time on the song Motherless, each song on the album serves as chapters in the journey of Michael Render. This album feels like a lifetime in the making, but the album's process started during COVID. You know, being home during COVID allowed me to drive the same streets I grew up on, fellowship with the same family. It's a prodigal son, it's a homecoming. It is a everyman story. Happened to be told by a black boy from a chocolate side of town in a chocolate city, but it is a every worker class man can identify with this and the women who love him. And this was three years in the making. You know, it started with me and Cuz Lightyear, who's an amazing A&R, an artist himself, but he A&R'd this record. It started with us saying, we're finally, we're home, so we're gonna treat it like third shift at UPS. We're gonna go in at 10 at night. We're gonna come out at four or five in the morning. We're gonna see what we got every day at the end of every week. We're gonna keep the best. We're gonna throw away the rest. We recorded 39 records. I knew what I wanted to talk about. You know, Ray Murray from Organized Noise would come in and say, hey, if y'all doing a record, it gotta be distinctly Southern. So keep following that path. And it gotta be as cohesive as the chronic. So anything that don't fit, don't worry about, just move to the side, you'll find another use for it. And it gave us a certain discipline. I stayed that little nine-year-old boy on the cover who wanted to be a rapper. And I made sure that I brought truth and transparency in a way that I had never done that even at his best, rap has not always done, and that rap is not currently doing. Something for Junkies couldn't have been made by anybody but Michael Rinder. Some for the addicts, some for the users, some for the junkies and the substance abusers, some for the car washers, some for the shade tree, some for my Uncle Jeff, he died and they paid me. When you go into Something for Junkies, into Motherless, for you had to be a tough, Thing for you to do is go in the booth and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is my mama dead, my grandmama dead. Hard is an understatement. I, can't, I, wasn't, I wasn't gonna do it. I wasn't trying to do it. You know, No ID, who executive produced the album, No ID, um, said, what are you really afraid of? I said, I've already faced my fears. I, my grandmama died, you know? My girl gone on me and her, her daughter, my mama gone. So I done faced my greatest fears, you know? and. Um, he said, well, that's what, gonna, that's what we're going to rap about. I said, what? Nah. Ghostface already did Motherless Child. What you talking about? He said, nah, that's what we're going to do. He pulled up a beat. Oh, I don't like the beat. Uh, he changed the beat right there in the studio. Aaron Allen Kane, who, who was all over this album, and um, I just, I'm, I'm blessed to have been introduced to her by my man, Hannibal Burrs, my comedian partner. Her voice is anointed, as the old folks would say. But I went in the booth and I don't write, so I kind of stand in the booth until I get inspired or I get, you know, the words start to flow. And I never said it. I said, you know, of my mother's transition, she's gone, she's being with the ancestors. I, I, I found all kind of cool words, you know what I'm saying? I called my man T.I., asked for some big words to say. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? And um, I just said it. And that's honestly how I feel. My mama dead, my grandmama dead. To keep it honest, I get depressed and be feeling scared. You see, I won't prepare and never will be. To think about your death, Denise, sometimes it kill me. Yeah, I don't want to go back 
to our previous conversation from last year, we talked about LP's importance during your rap music era and finding that magic with him and marrying it. It seems like you've done the same with No ID, who executive produced this album. So how important was his contribution to this record? Oh, man, it was it was important as Luke Skywalker going to live in a swamp with Yoda. You know, it, the magic of me and L is like we're like two 15-year-old kids just, just pulling for each other. So L writes the treatment for Don't Let the Devil, which is an ode to these parties my mom used to throw. The jewel runners, the product of many cruel summers. And the description was fitting, they say it's two gunners. Slap chick keys out your cheek until you true hummers. After seeing the Hellcat scream, cause we don't do Honda. Run the Jewels is this uncanny X-Man like universe that includes everybody from me, L, Zach De La Roca, DJ Trackstar, Gangsta Boo, God bless the dead. Just this just plethora of people. But the origin story is Michael. The Michael is Wolverine's origin story. With this record, for me, Dion was like Yoda in the swamp because Luke Skywalker was a Jedi. He had a, a power, but he had to get by himself to fully realize that power. He had to get with someone who could guide him for how to just be by himself. And the most beautiful thing about working with Dion is the questions he asked you. Well, what do you think? Because it forces you to make a decision. And and the decision you make might not, you know, sonically, I think we ought to do this. All right, well, we'll do it. And then you do it, you hear it the next day, you like, oh, man, that, that worked. He said, yeah, I knew it was going to work yesterday. I was just happy to hear you say it. You understand? So he's not doing it for me. I had to get in the trenches. I think that I learned how to read and ride the right inclinations and not question myself, not let a doubt enter my mind. I learned from Corey Moe, when people believe in you, the patience they have. Corey Moe held that intro beat for Down By Law, I know two, three years. Hello, hello, man. Hello, man, hello, man. Please keep it mellow, man. Stop sipping yellow, man. You itching and twitching and glitching, man. Listen, man. I said, Corey, just don't get rid of the beat. Um, just trust me. He called me, Kill, you got a soundtrack. You don't want to put, no, 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 not. Ended up being one of the best intros on any rap album ever because he had faith in me. And I just appreciate Dion for showing me how to let people bring their very best without getting in their way. Check out my full interview with Killer Mike talking about his latest album, Michael, on our website, WNXP.org. Money you gave me was meant for your babies, and now they just pull. It was your being in my I am not vicious, my I had no vision, my I wanted Gucci and Fendi, my Gucci should fit you, my But none of them crackers ain't lovers, my All of them crackers that fuckers, my Mad cause they women in love with the guard, they fuckers and suckers and lovers, my Back to the trap, back to the dick.